take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show about the glorious art of gatekeeping. My name is Phil. With me is Frank, yep. Mike, Yo. and Sam. I will never stop gatekeeping. <laughs> That's right, buddy. We're here to talk to you about metal and hardcore and all that fun shit. Fthepit.com, patreon.com, slash from the pit. Who the fuck is starting us off? Me. Uh, oh, of course. Of course it's me. Um, I feel like we do it in a fun way, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... All right, so this first one's going to be from Donnie. Uh, He's putting on a friend, and I think that's dope. This is going to be Defiant Brood. We're going to listen to a bit of The Outsider. Tom? a good time listening to this yeah it's fun i uh yeah me too uh it it reminds me of saves the day uh like early saves the day which for me is great mm-hmm. um yeah dude uh it, it, it's actually pretty dope um you can get on over to defiantbrood.bandcamp.com to listen through the whole thing yeah horror punk's a tough one to to jump into there's like there's the fucking misfits yep and there's 500 bands that tried to be the Misfits, and <laughs> yep. then you have to navigate, like, getting attention while not being one of the fucking 500 bands trying to sound like the Misfits. Melody, you know super what? Important. I, I feel like, I feel like saying 500 bands that tried to be the Misfits is like vastly understating well, how many horror punk bands have been yeah. trying to be the fucking right, misfits for decades true. they spawn like, yeah. their own genres yeah 
Oh, yeah. I, I would say 500,000 would be <laughs> uh, closer to the truth. Yeah. Look, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it it's never been a it's never been a secret. Like Phil and I are both like Misfits fans. Like I've I've had a special place in my heart for him. And yeah, I'm going to be honest. I think they're the only horror punk band I've ever actually listened to twice. I, I honestly I think that's about it. I I knew I knew a friend a long time ago who really really liked Wednesday 13. I was oh. like, uh, I I didn't quite get into that. I didn't really have the heart to tell her. I mean specifically I horror punk. Yeah, no, I guess it'd be The Misfits and if yeah. you consider AFI. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know, okay. man. It's just like I can only take so many bands uh singing about Bella Lugosi and Nosferatu. Uh, Hey, I mean, I'm like, okay. <laughs> that being said, uh, you know, I mean, I like this. I like yes. this. I do. Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually liked the uh, guitar production on this a lot. It was fun. Yeah, I had, like an old it's, school. It's very, like, old, very good. Yeah, like a two thousands. But anyway, listen. Yeah, to that. like it's I good. could, I could, I could very much envision like sitting out on my porch in summer with like a, a cooler full of white claw, listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> which like <laughs> like like i'm gonna be honest like that's that like 99 percent of what i do this summer like when the weather warms up is just that nice actually that's all i'm gonna fucking do yeah that sounds yeah. pretty nice it's chill no, this this <laughs> was I'll, I'll have to i'll have to bookmark this and put this on the uh the the future summer playlist there you go yeah all right well, next up i've got one from kevin this is going to be oh. <clears throat> D. Sagawa off of I Want to Die Suffering. And we're going to listen to the track I Want to Die Suffering, Tom. <laughs> change of pace a little bit i think four years is long enough and that was <laughs> brought them in back in 2018 oh shit. <laughs> yeah it's been long enough oh yeah <laughs> yeah that that was fucking crustier than a fresh loaf of dutch crunch bread was it the Jesus same album? Christ. no okay no. it was not see well see i mean yeah at least at least you can say you didn't bring in the same album which would make it like even more embarrassing mm-hmm. well look even if it was some of this shit is worth revisiting in case <laughs> oh dude I'm, I'm not trying to cast dispersions here like i've i've done this probably half a dozen times already so that's also <laughs> true <laughs> yeah it's like i it's, it's like don't don't feel bad well that's gotten the uh for, that's gotten the us approval twice now uh, <laughs> yeah. so get on over to d-sagawa666.bandcamp.com yeah. and yeah uh, if anything it should be considered a compliment yes yeah and uh yeah yeah so do, do that yeah. do that thing 
It's not because we're getting old and losing our minds, you know. I won't rule it out. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, in my case, it's just absolutely true. Um, yeah. So, I, uh, I'm going to surprise people today. I have two bands. Oh, um, like, shit. It's been, it's been a really fucking long time since I've had more than one band to bring in. But I was like, I was kind of sitting around. I was like, what do I bring in today? I'm like, fuck it. I haven't brought in two bands in a long time. So we got some um, we got some raw black metal that doesn't fucking suck to start off with. Uh-huh. I'm going to fucking prove that. Tom, prove it. That was fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah, dude, bro, that's like the shit you hear just before the fucking demon horde busts down your door to rip your fucking spine out your ass. No, that's actually so good. I think we'll buy it right now. Yeah, I I bought this. I actually bought my other. That That's the common thread among both my bring-ins today is I bought them both pretty much instantly. <laughs> I yeah, mean, man. You say raw black metal, and I'm immediately kind of checked out already. It's, well, the thing is, like, I... I, I suppose, you know what? Maybe I should like. Maybe I should refrain from calling anything raw black metal because what I deem as raw and what other people tend to deem as raw typically don't line up. Because when other when someone tells me it's like, oh yeah, I've been listening to raw black metal. You should check this raw black metal band. You should check it out. They'll put it on and it's just like, bro, just play harsh noise play just start a harsh noise project because we know that's what you want to do when i say raw black metal people are like oh yeah bro let me check it out then they listen to it they're like this isn't actually that raw at all i'm like oh well i don't know i don't know why i don't know why i turned him into a muppet but i thought it was funny um it, it's always for the bit people everything i do is for the bit yeah man uh this is a really cool uh little release that i found a while that i found called uh oh fuck god damn it just close the tab it's called sumerian tombs and the title is called as sumer thrones at night sumerian mythology like sumerian culture and mythology man this is like this is i feel like this is some shit that is ripe 
for really cool metal lyrics. I mean, oh, Sijin man. proved it uh, last year, obviously, with the album Sumerian Promises. Like, fucking, they did all sorts of cool shit on that, uh, dealing with, like, Sumerian and Egyptian mythology. So, yeah, more more killer metal bands who are talking about, like, Sumerian and Mesopotamian uh, mythology and uh, culture. That would be really fucking cool. But, I mean, I suppose, I, I wonder if at any point we're ever going to stop, like, associating any band who deals with the, Egypt, like, ancient Egyptian context, uh uh, uh, history or mythology with like, oh, you're just ripping off Nile. Well, that's silly. Yeah, like, it is. It, 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 like, yes, Nile's the fucking band that kind of popularized that, I suppose. Sure, but like, sure. Look at all of the other fucking mythologies that you know, fucking no one ever shuts the fuck up about. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, as much as I, more as much I'm, as I'm okay yeah. with it. As much as I adore it, like Norse mythology, people have just like beaten the shit yeah. out of that. I mean, we we have we have Amana Marth to blame almost entirely for that. Even though there were bands like Unleashed do, Unleashed doing it long before them. But yeah, man, Sumerian tombs, like this is this shit is really fucking promising to me. Uh it's three tracks, but hey man, it makes a big impact. Actually, I debated bringing in the track after this, but the thing is, like, it, it's not... I, I kind of wanted something that, like, raged a little harder, that was a little more straightforward. The third track on this album is really... It, it, it's got some it's got some interesting twists and turns to it. I just... I really recommend you go over to sumeriantombs.bandcamp.com and check out uh, the As Sumer, As Sumer Thrones at Night uh, demo, because it's... It's like, I mean, you you look at the cover and immediately, immediately you'll probably think, oh, this looks, this looks kind of different. And it does. And it is, it is a, a little bit different. Actually, it's a lot different from pretty much all other raw black metal I've heard recently and that it doesn't, you know, suck. But <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I've sat through a lot of really fucking shitty raw black metal, but I do it because I occasionally find bands like this. But yeah, please go over, go over and check this out. Like this, this, I, I, I really kind of, I really wish I'd been able to talk about this last year. I wish I'd remembered to, but man, yeah, this, this is a really fucking cool little release. Go check it out. Sweet. And that's my first one. What's your second? Um, one? Yeah, I got, I got my second one here. Uh, something I brought, um, I brought, I brought a couple of projects from this label in before. Uh, Caligari Records has put out several things in the past that I've been very, very fond of. Uh, actually, they I think they've I think releases of theirs have made two of my top 10 lists in the past. I believe so. Uh, this is a band who I've actually had on my radar for a while. I really enjoyed their first uh, demo, their first release. I thought that was pretty good. This one, I think, improves upon it in every conceivable way, which is what I like to see uh, in any band releasing new material. Take what, take what you've done before and like, just use it as a foundation to build up the ideas and concepts that you had on that release. And uh, this band called Dodskvad did that really well. And we're going to take a listen to the track Eterlat Till Over from uh, Chronica 2. So Tom, let's, let's check that out. Thank you. 
kind of makes me want to paint my face and do a little pillaging. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 good because I think that was kind of the point behind this release, you know. So, one of the one of the things that I that I think sticks out about this, and actually, uh, I should mention beforehand, this was sent to me while I was reminded of this band and reminded of this release uh, by longtime friend of the show, Jake. I've mentioned him many times. Thank you, Jake. You 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 good boy. You good buddy. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, he. He introduced me to Dodsquad in the first place. Uh, actually, uh, one of the members is in uh, Desolation Realm, a uh, band I brought in before, and who I'm still waiting on a fucking full length, like three years later. It'll happen. I know it'll happen. Hopefully someday. But yeah, man. Um, so there's this thing that always kind of sticks in my mind. I feel like it's sort of a double edged sword, but I kind of want to bring it up because it's, it relates to this. It relates to the, to this band in a way. Mm. And that is the, the concept of influence and how obvious or not obvious it might be and how influence is utilized in creating like new art. Yep. And namely, Anyone who's ever listened to underground death metal of to any degree will listen to that track. By the way, it's called uh uh did I mention it already? I believe oh, yeah. so. Etterlat till Etterlat till Ulver. And it anyone who's listened to death metal will recognize there is some fairly obvious bolt thrower uh tinges to that to that track. And I would say yes. Yes, there are, but I think it's done well. It's not a, it's not just an imitation. And I think that really is what separates like the men from the boys, as it were, when it comes to influences, bands who don't just try to be carbon copies of a band, which I've heard a lot of fucking bands do that. It really is starting to drive me crazy. But what I like about Dodskvad is that they use they use bands like bolt thrower, not as just something to, to, you know, like, Oh, let's see if we can replicate their successes. No, they use bands like bolt thrower as a foundation to build their own, to build their own sound on, which is like that to me is the proper way to utilize influence. What do you think? No, that's completely fair. Yeah. I mean, I realize, okay, of course I realize that's a really that's it's a much taller order than it sounds. I mean, anyone anyone who's ever tried to write music before, I think like if you've ever tried to do it, like you know what I'm talking about. You know how hard it can be to get away from your influences, especially if it's your first time or so. Mm-hmm. You know, no, you're right. But it's like the, the the way this band writes, the way this band puts their music together, it's like, yeah, sure, you can tell that these these guys like bands like Bolt Thrower. But you can also tell if you if you listen hard, you're like, they're not just trying to copy them. No, I mean, I don't know. I guess not, because I feel like even that little bit of a track that we got to listen to, I kind of got stuck for a second because it evokes a feel like I feel like it takes more of a concerted effort to like it invokes such like a palette of like war and <laughs> atrocity oh, yeah. I mean, which it's which is like i love it because like mike have you seen the cover for this release i was yeah i was just looking at it i was gonna say you nailed it buddy you fucking nailed it 
And it's like, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not just trying to sit here and say like, oh yeah, I'm just trying to compare this band to fuck bolt thrower. I'm not like dog squad are their own band. They like, but again, I just like one of the things that's kind of been on my mind, especially the last couple of years is the concept of how influence is utilized and portrayed in the creation of new art. It is, it is a subject that I think is really fascinating. And I do think that you can split, you can kind of split uh, new bands into two different groups because it's like, look, every, even like your favorite older bands will sit there and tell you, it's like, oh yeah, we just like, it's like, like, yeah, we, like when we started writing music, we couldn't get away from our influences. I'm pretty sure a lot of them would tell you that going back all the fuck, all the fucking way back. Everything is, everything is just trying to build on something that was done before. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I feel there's a right way and a wrong way. There are right ways and wrong ways to go about it. And I, what I like about dog squad is they do it the right way. I feel they're they're taking their it's like Sijin also did it the right way. Sijin took their influences. They weren't afraid to wear them on their sleeves, but they built something new, kind of new, fresh, and interesting on top of that. And that's why I like Dudskvad. That's why I think this band works. That's why I think this demo works. That's why I would not be surprised if it ended up on my top ten of this year. I will put a demo on my top ten. I'm not afraid to do it. Where do we send people to find that? You send people over to CaligariRecords.BandCamp.com. In case you don't know, Caligari is spelled C-A-L-I-G-A-R-I, Records.BandCamp.com. Yeah, if you're not up on your 1920s horror. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do you... Actually, I only saw The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari because I was in a film history class. Oh, it's a great movie. It it is a good movie. We we watched like twenty five movies during the span of that semester, and all but like three of them sucked. Yeah, no, <laughs> the set design on that, uh, especially oh, it's, it's it's really unbelievable. amazing. Yeah, the set design and like the costume design. Yeah, it's like yeah the cool. the only movies I saw that semester that I thought were actually good were The Cabinet of Doctor Caligari and a movie called RKO Two Eighty One. If you've never seen that, you gotta. It's uh, Leave Schreiber and uh, what's his name? Uh, John Malkovich. It's a movie about the making of the movie Citizen Kane. It's actually better than the movie Citizen Kane, frankly. <laughs> yeah, just a little aside. Yeah, go over to CaligariRecords.BandCamp.com and check out Dodskvad and the the demo Chronica 2. Nice. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm really sorry. I'm just a ignorant american pig what do you want from me yeah shit happens frank yeah. what you got for us? oh i'm oh. not gonna pretend i care oh, i got i got i got one but it's good tom playing I'm not the 
nothing, uh, not necessarily anything new, but some good fucking crusty goodness. Yeah. Just laying it down hard. Um, I, that was like, that was like truly like the D beat to end all D beats. Yeah. I need to know if that clip in the beginning was the end of Doom 1, The Shores of Hell. I'm not too sure. the moment I heard it, I was like, wait. I saw your, you, you like, like some spark in your head. Yeah. And like the, the, the name of the album and then. Isn't Mar de Sang like isn't that like uh, Beach of Blood or some shit like? Oh no. well, Sangway Sangway is like that's something to do with red. blood. Yeah. Uh, so that was the band Paria uh, with the track Mar de Sangway, and that's off their uh, their demo Demonios. I, I need to know. I don't know how I'll find out, but you'll <laughs> <laughs> check we'll, we'll check in back with you next week folks you'll Audio find friends. there are lyrics and there is google translate that's mm-hmm. true that's true i can't do it i can't even fucking tell you how many times i've used google translate to figure out if i'm pronouncing a band's name correctly or whatever correctly i'm not afraid to do it it's it's a resource it's there that's true don't be ashamed it it's one of the things i was listening through this like five track i was like it falls in that category. It's like, I don't care that they're not doing anything new. There's fun hooks in it. Yeah. It's fucking catchy. It gets you fucking going. Sometimes like, it's all you fucking need, man. It doesn't it doesn't always have to be revolutionary. No. Just give me no. those those sweet, nasty tones. And that drum beat. Yep. That that is the beat to end all beats. Mm-hmm. Um, give you something sweet and nasty, boy. <laughs> as long as you beat it. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, to get a hold of that, go to uh, pariapunk.bandcamp.com. That's P-A-R-I-A. Per- Sweet. Pariah? Well, it's the pronunciation. Uh, they're from Portugal. Oh, all right. Yeah. Fine. I might not know what the... Uh, the words mean, I but I know think, how to pronounce them. I don't them. think that's how you spell it. Man, you don't need to know what shit means. All you know, all you need to know is that the riffs are there. That's it, right? Mm. Yes. Like, dude, I bring in, I bring in shit all the fucking time. That's not in English. Who cares? Just advocating for genocide. People talk- <laughs> you, know what, we, you know what, man? We've had you know, that unfortunate talk- incident yeah. multiple times. <laughs> you know, people like to talk about money being a universal language, and that is true. That is true. But I feel like riffs are also a universal language. Hey, stop it, bitch. You pulled up my card, huh? Oh, oh this, this next name is amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, look. I, I've been working some long days, and um, my brain's a little scrambled, so uh, this shit just really appealed to me for some reason. Uh, Tom. Did it, scram- did it scramble your shit first? Well done, the police say I. Why these left-wing committees keep sniping at them is beyond me. If you don't want to get beaten up, you shouldn't be poor. <laughs> Yeah! 
that's amazing. Like, <laughs> so uh, that was the track "Robbing a Bakery" off of the album or EP, I suppose. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, off of the EP, <laughs> off of the EP "Pinching a Loaf" by Kill Snitch Engage. <laughs> It's amazing. Just, there's 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 something about this that I that's just had me like trying not to laugh the whole time. It's that there's a track here called Lighter Thief. Yeah, and I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go on a on a limb. I'm gonna guess that it's a song about that one fucking guy that everyone knows. Everyone's met him. Uh, if if you smoke, who like says like, hey man, you got a light? And you're like, yeah, sure. You hand him your lighter, and eventually he just like walks away with it. And you're like. Motherfucker, that's yeah, my lighter. That's why I only carried white lighters because those same people are superstitious and fucking think they're bad luck. Um, what? Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. never heard that in my oh, life. Oh no, it's a it's a very common thing. Um, uh, apparently, not where I fucking come yeah. from. I've never heard of this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I knew I knew a guy back in community college who only ever bought lighter. He he only ever carried lighters that had like goofy shit on them, like. He had a Bic lighter for like a year that just had a hamster on it. He's like, I was like, it's an interesting lighter choice. He's like, oh, I only bought it because nobody else has a lighter like this. Nobody can steal it. <clears throat> like, oh, I guess that makes sense. There you go. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, kill snitch engage. Kill snitch. This, this, this also falls <laughs> into the stuff that you can, when someone goes like, I listen to everything you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's, <laughs> but let's see that. Like, yeah. yeah, you're just like, bitch, link me to your favorite fast core and polka albums. Let's let's talk about it, okay? Yeah. Uh, get like, on well, I don't, I've, I've never heard any polka. I'm like, shut up, bitch. Get on over to uh, killsnitchengage.bandcamp.com. Listen to the rest of that. It'll take you about three oh. minutes. Uh, not even. Yeah, no, I'm, look, I'm looking at this and I think, probably two and a half yeah, some, right. something like that uh and i got i got one more here uh and honestly it's not much of a departure tom oh well Yep. This this is like, oh my god! Like this this is the best thing that Britain's ever given us. Oh god, no one will ever top that. That's incredible. It's, it's just kind of where I am right now. Um, yeah. If if you're fucking scrambled like insane in the brain, that's that's what you need. It's perfect. Uh, that was oh. the track "Board of Education" off of the album "Lester" by uh, Born Shit Stirs. <laughs> Uh, which, by the way, it's B O R E D yes. of education. Yeah, so. uh, I, I, the the funniest thing about this, like, if you listen through it, they'll do a lot of shit like that where they'll have like, you know, um, a, a legitimately like really interesting, like kind of crazy intro, and then it just evolves into uh, exactly what you heard. Um, it's so like, it's, the, God, w- would you go so far as to call that outsider art? Almost. Uh, kind of. If I mean, so they... In like, a way. In it, a way. The thing is, it's intentional, which is what kind mm. of... 
which is where that kind of line is um, for the most part. But I mean, yeah, they're they're definitely once again. I I've been you know really stuck on bands doing something interesting and different with punk, uh, and I think Born Shitsters are certainly doing that. Uh, give the album a listen. It's it's an interesting listen through, honestly. <laughs> Dude, even the even the name of the band like completely and totally fits what's happening here. Yeah, it's I, like I, it's like you gotta you gotta wonder how many people are gonna hear this and hear an intro like that and like oh we're about to hear some good old fashioned punk rock and then nope. I mean the album's called Lester and I'm like ninety percent sure that's fucking Kevin Spacey doing curls on the album cover. <laughs> so I, actually, now that I look at it, I think it might be. Yeah. Yes, I I believe that is Kevin Spacey <laughs> doing curls. Yeah, in a in a sleeveless tee. Um, oh, God, <laughs> you can so cool. You can check this out at cerealbowlrecords.bandcamp.com, and that's cereal s e r i a l. <sighs> so, uh, <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, oh. that'll uh, that'll bring us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the segment. It's the brutal bruise. Oh yeah, this one. Uh, I'm pretty sure when I uh, when I said this one, Mike started frothing at the gash. <laughs> I love that phrase. Yes. <laughs> uh, I thought I was the only one who could make him do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Tom, why don't you just play this? back to 2002 with that one i feel uh, like if you just distilled the early to mid like every every sound of the early to mid 2000s if you just distilled it all down into one singular mass it would just be this yep i mean yeah i mean i they, listened to them a bit when i was younger but i don't know if i go that far <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like to me, to me, like it, it, there's like a very particular sound that I very much grew to that kind of stuck in my head as sort of like one of the definitive, like early mid 2000s sounds. And this very much feels like it. To I, me. I think a lot of it is the um, is the recording quality yes. that you would hear uh, from like it, it like 
you you heard that kind of fucking quality to it and you knew like the direction it was heading in um yeah i don't know how this one kind of flew under my radar honestly yeah i mean i've never even heard it's like it's weird because i've never heard of this band but i've heard this sound before they were fun you know they were yeah yeah, uh so it's a well if you don't already know it's boys night out uh that was the track the only honest love song off the release broken bones and bloody kisses and now i was not one of those people that was listening to it at that time uh i was a bit of a a douchebag in high school and anything that kind of fell into that like emo category anything that was like i want nothing to do with that yeah i mean (laughs) that's the other thing like uh especially at the time i probably would have written this off very quickly um it it wasn't until after high school uh hanging out with someone and and i was, I was like i don't usually and they're just like just shut up and listen to it and like it's like yeah all right this has like writing that i enjoy uh again you know I, I don't know man i feel like i'm the on the odd one out here for the most part because like this this is a style that i still like very much cannot get into like i just i wouldn't I expect you do to do it man like I, I don't know like the the only bands from that era that like really ever kind of grew on me were like unearth and kill switch engage that was about it it's kind really. of exactly what i'd expect right yeah uh, they they leaned heavier into the the metal and the metal core whereas like oh god yeah especially like the first four kill switch albums <laughs> yeah yeah i will admit it's like i i've got a bit of a soft spot for them they're they're, they're not bad shadows fall is okay uh they're not amazing but they're they're okay they're listenable but it's like fan base was very pretentious and it annoyed me (laughs) yeah it's like bro it's like you know what man like it's like don't even listen to them because it's like bro go listen to like actual melodic death metal shut up (laughs) this uh this was one once i always liked how the their their songs progressed or even like in their uh in this album as it as it went along it never felt stagnant like there was riffs that would change abruptly you'd go into the clean sections the vocal style would change it it was very enjoyable for me yeah Yeah. it's always interesting and there you know a couple uh like standouts for me from this era where they're like I would I would hear a song that I liked from one of these bands and the album would be awful. Like fucking um <laughs> like fucking uh Bayside is a good example. Mm. Another one that that still has a huge fan base and I I get it, but I just like uh fucking Coheed and Cambria. Mm. Every oh, album will God. have like three songs where I'm like, yo, those are fucking incredible and then mm-hmm. everything else is just See, dude, I guess Co- I, I guess dude, I could Coheed, be that other guy. Uh, like, dude, I spent like years. I could not fucking get away from Coheed and Cambria. Like, I, mean, I, I had a, I, I had a good know, friend like, in high. I, I had a good friend for years. Like, his favorite band was Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. And man, I, I was an unwilling listener to a lot of See, that I band's feel, music. I feel like, I feel like that's a band that is like love or hate 
Um, but like, I mean, I'm not gonna go out. I'm not gonna be like some fucking prick and go on some disingenuous fuck who goes out and says like, "Oh, that band fucking sucks." Because no, they're incredible players. No, they're they're incredible musicians. Insane. But like, like, yeah, their music is just like not good. Oh, see, me. no, I mean, if you want to really open this up for a long, painful conversation, no, you're wrong. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, no, like, I I'm not trying I to go down like this path. I don't like their but, music. Like, that's fair. That's so, a different statement. That's fair. Yeah, uh, either way, this is getting way off of where I was headed. Yes. Uh, which yeah, is, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, so I didn't get a chance today to, to really listen through the album, so I am curious to go through, because there were other bands especially the the smaller bands uh, a lot of fucking new jersey locals where like they had albums very similar to this w- that were phenomenal and it was a shame because i would hear it and i'd be like that's fucking great and they're never gonna make it so <laughs> it's it's funny the way this uh this ep rolls out i feel like in the very beginning of it it's very like the way it hits you it's kind of like you're like this feels very like disjointed and i feel like as the album goes on it gets somehow gets more cohesive as maybe it's because as you're listening to it, you're like adjusting to it. But like it might've also just because like I listened to it so many times driving in a car at like past midnight. Like, so what I always liked about boys night out, I guess was that it kind of blended, had a little bit, you could accuse it of being emo ish. You could, it had some emo. I, I think the term, the term you're looking for is like emo adjacent. Yes, sure. Yeah, that works. Um, I don't know. It still had sort of the underground vibe. Like it, it, it was like on the other side of the spectrum from the Hawthorne Heights or the Static Lullabies. Yes. Yeah. It, um, it, I, I, I think I think the way to put it would be like, I think you're actually completely and totally right, Michael. I think you're completely correct in that. This is like you could not put this this is not a band you could show to like most of like the, the mainstream emo fans of like the early to mid two thousands and have them be like, wow, this is incredible. I want more. They'd be like, this is fucking bizarre and weird and it's not what I'm used to. So like, yeah, let me, let me go back to the, the Hawthorne Heights and the, you know, God, there's a fucking band. No yeah, one's thought this was of always more at home with like skate punks and shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you couldn't yeah, you that, couldn't throw this shit on you couldn't throw this shit on at a fucking skate. That's kind park. of that that's kind of what that was. It, it was exactly that. There was a lot of they had uh group chants and stuff. Yeah. I yes. there's a lot of that. Or like fucking you look at like fucking early modest mouse. Like before they were oh. fucking before they were fucking catering to all of the fucking early indie modest kids mouse. of the era, like they were like the skate punks found them. Like Incredible. that was that was in so. fucking every goddamn skate video. Um yeah, no, that's a good point. Like, there really what there was a huge culture of like uh, skate music that kind of touched every genre. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a really good way to put it. It retained yeah. enough edge to be listenable by like more than just that genre of yeah of fan. Like um, Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's palatable pop punk. Yeah. Palatable pop punk. Yeah. Uh, now you know I you know I do still throw on a teenage bottle rocket once in a while. I'll be honest. Well, yeah, but they're just great. <laughs> they are. Warning device is a really fun album. Nobody can take it away from me. <laughs> now we have to pair this with something. Yeah. What, this this is one of those times when I am genuinely asking you this, Frank. 
what do you pair with something like this? I really would have no idea where to so, start. The pairing with this is very much more of a personal thing. So it might not necessarily work out for, for everyone. See, you know what, um, though? I'm about that, though. I, I'm about making it like an entirely personal thing. So as I said, this was not a uh, a genre that I even went into originally. I just kind of wrote it off and I didn't really want anything to Yeah, sorry. Didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I know um, now you're a full blown Silver fun. Suns pickups fan, so <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, dude, what is with, what is it with this episode and just bringing up bands that no one's thought about in like 15 I mean, bro, years? I was I was reminded of the time I saw a static lullaby live and they had a hissy fit on stage. So <laughs> I've actually which, by the way, I've actually I actually saw Teenage Bottle Rocket in my hometown, and they fucking killed. Nice. That was honestly but, like a ten out of ten show, straight up. Frank, um, back to your pants. Yes. Yeah. So, sorry. When I was uh in my earlier days of drinking, and if I was drinking whiskey, I stayed away from scotch. When I first started drinking, I don't, I like really. So for whatever reason, like I hated the, like the idea of it, like to my head, that was like just full on, uh, like hoity toity, ah, super rich. And like, and I was like, okay. I don't want any fucking part of that. And of course, obviously you drink and you realize how fucking delicious it is. Um, yeah, there's artistry here. Yes. They, they come, they always come around. Um, the smart, the smart ones do anyway. The, uh, the scotch that, uh, me and Phil are currently drinking is the Dalmore's Portwood Reserve. Mm. That's Wait. dude. That I can like taste the I can taste the smoke in the peat no from here. No, this is a, this is a Highland uh, Scotch. Ooh. So you're not, oh yeah, it was sweeter and spicier than I was expecting. Yeah, obviously Ooh, like that sounds fucking good. The other thing that's nice about this is when you first pour this and you go to take with like that fucking like the berries just smack you in the face. Mm-hmm. But, what kind of berry? What kind of berries do they use? Well, it's just it gives off kind of more like a like a blackberry type of scent, um, like, like, a, like a port smell. Yes. It's, yeah. But I would I would be very interested to try that because like uh, blackberry is actually very 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 big in now, West Oregon where I live. As you let it breathe, that kind of calms down, and you get a little bit more of like a milk chocolate and like a more like a cream brulee like mm. nose going on. And then, really? Yeah. Uh, as far as taste. Yeah, it's berries and cream, and then it finishes with like a slight oakiness. It's I I don't I don't know if you've gotten into cigars or not, but you really I should. have not, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, call me a little girl. Like, if I have like go so far into a cigar, I'm gonna start getting sick. Oh, we we can work on that. You just I'll be I'll be honest. I just don't smoke. That's <laughs> nah, fair. But no, yeah. I mean it's it's funny because the way you're describing it feels very similar to. Uh, I have a a palate. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. I, I yeah, I'll, but, I'll push you into it eventually. <laughs> but it's more so. Uh, I guess this pairing is more about like stepping outside of what you you would normally listen to, or in this case, also normally drink, and combining them and sitting with them. Uh, and you usually have a nice experience that way. I like it. Hmm? I'm I. This is a good pairing. Thank you. I'm kind of I'm kind of sad I'm not here for that. Oh yeah, we uh, I really wish I were. We also because a, a scotch with notes of berries and cream and creme brulee hmm. with an oaky finish, dude. Uh, that sounds like the exact sort of thing I would like. Check out uh, any Highland Scotch or also 
if you want to go more into like usually like lighter like apple citrusy notes with like honey a space side well i do like i do like mead so that is definitely not out of the question we'll send him a test tube shot of it and uh <laughs> it's unnamed brown liquid is it pee it's just it buy me a bottle for christmas or something Fuck. <laughs> actually uh, how much is this shit per bottle right this, you know uh this is usually this one's usually around like because it's like they're a little bit it's available year round but Maybe. it's a what you might call it uh like seasonal? they're like not seasonal but they're like like oh this is like kind of like above Special. the regular Small batch kind, yeah like kind of uh, so this is like around a hundo a, a bottle. Okay. It's I mean it's for the for the quality of scotch you're getting that's honestly not bad. No. Um, you know. No, I'm 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 well aware that like decent scotch like will generally run at least a hundo a bottle. Also, nah, uh, you can get you can get a really well, okay, really no, nice. For I, I know I know you can get some pretty solid scotch for yeah. I mean they're well under for well under a hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean I, the uh like the Ardbeg twelve isn't that expensive. No, that's like no. What, what does that usually run like forty yeah. a bottle? Uh, usually closer to sixty now. They kind of, I think they went up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, yeah, but I mean, again, like I've had, I've had Ardbeg twelve. I've had Ardbeg like twenty one, I believe. <laughs> um, that that's a if you did that's a fucking pricey one. <laughs> no, I see. I only had it because a friend of mine bought it, ah. and uh, I'll, I'll be totally honest. He drank the entire bottle in a night. True. So he he was not in a great place at the time. Um, <laughs> the one that I say, granted, this is more expensive than say the the regular Dalemore Twelve, mm-hmm. but also the normals are like, I think they're around forty two percent, where they keep this at a nice like forty six and a half. Oh, okay. So that lends okay. to also a little heavier mouth feel and whatnot. Yeah, so gives a little uh, luxurious experience. All right, mm. nice. God, I have not yeah. had scotch in like at least a year. Mm. Makes me sad. Mm. Well, it's like we got cheese. Yeah, I was just gonna say you should probably you should probably give the the listeners a little wrap up there. Yeah, it's beefy yeah. on the yeah, back was, end. Well, in that case, it's a pick up a bottle of a uh, Dalmore's Portwood Reserve. Throw on Boys Night Out, Broken Bones, and Bloody Kisses, and have yourself a good time. All right. We got a we got a meaty little tail to this one. Jesus. Oh yeah, Christ. we got we got like fucking eight, seven or eight announcements here. Mm-hmm. Actually, I brought in I brought in two things, but one of them one of them is actually just a like little quick announcement, so it's not a big deal. Uh, the first I'm gonna start with the first one though. We actually have a clip uh, for the first announcement I got here. So, Tom, I want you to just go ahead and play this for me. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I can't. <clears throat> I can't even fucking begin to tell you how excited I was to get this fucking notification. So my my boys, my 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 boys, Desecracy, who've made I think three of my top ten lists since I've joined this show. Like every every album they've made since I've joined this show has made my top ten. This will most certainly not be any different. Fucking, I didn't actually think it would happen. Because uh, Desecracy, their their previous contract with Extreme like, Extreme Music actually ended, and Tommy Gronkvist, the guy behind this band, uh, was uploading some other some other tracks he'd recorded just to like YouTube and SoundCloud. Is like, oh yeah, these were just like some singles or whatever. But it, I was kind of weirded out a while ago because he took them all down. I was like, well, that sucks. I kind of liked listening to a lot of those, but. Turns out there was good reason because he's back with extreme music and they got a new fucking album out or coming out. And even better, it's coming out on April 19th. So you don't even have to wait that fucking long. And it's it's I can't fucking wait. That that track was called Rivers of the Nether Realm and the new album is called Unveil in the Abyss. You can get over to extrememusic.bandcamp.com. Uh, that's spelled X-T-R-E-E-M music. I know it's it's silly, but man, oh, I, can't I, I give passes to fucking shit from like the nineties. <laughs> I know every time I see the every time I see the name of this label, all I can think of is just like, bro, this sounds like one of those weird like, like one of those weird corn nuts commercials from like the fucking mid nineties. Yeah, like, yeah radical, radical, bro. We had exhibit. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, the 90s were the worst. But yeah, that's um that's that's one of my two announcements. And speaking of desecracy, something I I swear to god this this is this totally relates to what we're talking about. I never thought I would see the fucking day when this shit would happen. But Tommy Gronkvist's original band Slugathor have fucking reunited. Not only that, but they have a new album coming out called Crypt of the Ancient Fire. They just like came out of fucking nowhere a few days ago. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're back. We have a new album coming out, too. Later. Are you, uh, it's just like, are you, are it's you, like the, those fucking memes just like comes out of nowhere, <laughs> refuses to elaborate, leaves. Are you as uh, are you as hyped for this as you were for the uh, the Lord Gore new album? oh my god a couple years ago equally yeah equally so yeah i had Dude. a it's kind it's very similar in the uh in the old but kind of like great like untouchable band realm oh yeah like if anyone so i i've i've talked about them a couple times on this show before yes slugathor to me are like one of the they, they are like truly one of the untouchable like finished death metal bands like desecracy were were and are a more than fitting incredible continuation of Slugathor, but man, like when I heard this announcement, like I honestly thought it was fake at first. Like I didn't think it was real. Yeah, but no, it it is. It's actually happening. Stop stop whining. Stop that. Stop that. Sorry, my cat's like trying to scratch my couch. Um yeah, but Man, I, I couldn't fucking believe it. And this shit, by the way, these two announcements, these happen within like a day of each other. 
Did you I, did you literally what? shit your pants? I came fucking close. <laughs> there, there was there was a moment where I'm like, oh Emphasis fuck, I might need pain. to start wearing depends in my early thirties. But yeah, man. They but yeah, no no track list, uh no single yet. All we have is cover art and the name of the album. But you know what? For now that's that that's cool. That's All we sweet. know is that it's coming out sometime in twenty twenty two. And I can't fucking wait. That's like, I mean, that that'll probably be an album of the year contender. Like, and by the way, in case anyone hasn't listened to them, uh, go back and listen to all three of Slugathor's albums. Yeah, you uh, Unleashing the Slugathron, Circle of Death, and uh, fucking, God damn it. Why is the third one, uh, the third one is, the name of the third album is just like completely slipping my mind. Uh I don't know. You, go go look it up. You'll find it. They're all fucking great. You, you'll They're think all of like it later. Most un- what? You'll think of it later, and you should drop th- it in I'll the Discord. It- and if anyone wants to find out what that fucking album name was without Googling it because you're fucking lazy cunts, uh, yeah. join our Discord. <laughs> yeah. No. Slugathor are like one of the great underrated, underappreciated Finnish bands, especially in the, the <coughs> fucking super high quality like finish death metal scene um yeah man i can't fucking begin to tell you how excited i am about both of these albums like i mean this and the fact that we have like a new samoth coming this year like the new chronica re- uh, the new dog squad release yeah dude i've already got like four i got like four albums that are just like taking up all my brain power right now can't there fucking believe it well yeah that's all i got uh this one I fucking have been hyped about, and I don't know how it happened. I don't like. I know our recording schedule's been a bit funky, which may be why I'm only talking about this now. Finally, um, actually, yeah, I think that's exactly the reason. Uh, but speaking of, right now, this is uh, this is my one to beat for the year. Uh, I fucking, I've always fucking raved about this band, and they've only gotten better. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a good listen to this one uh tom
I really like it when people know how to put a song together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I, man, they they've only gotten crazier. Um, it's it made me totally. I mean, I I totally forgot how much I liked their previous release till I started listening through that and realizing that they have been taking leaps and bounds. Oh, it's in, it's in insane. Sound. It's insane. If you go back and listen to their early records, which were also very impressive, mm-hmm. uh, especially for the time, like they've they've always been at the front of the pack of, you know, what like what fucking Code Orange was doing at one point, what bands like fucking Vane are are going for, like, um, they're they're that far ahead, uh, where like you're starting to hear shit from like five albums ago from them and like up and coming bands those aggressive vocals are vicious and and, i mean the craziest part is like everything you heard on that fucking track was the same vocalist right i thought uh yeah no she's incredible um they're they're unbelievable the 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 whole album i you have to like please sit down and listen through it uh start to finish because it is incredibly cinematic and there are fucking uh, it takes you through movements. It's the year of we'll get we'll get to this uh, as we keep going, but it feels like the year of fully conceived, uh, s- like cinematic, rich, uh, deep albums, and I'm fucking here for it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, I probably should mention. <laughs> so that was the track "Mutual Ruin" off of "Where Myth Becomes Memory" by Rollo Tomasi. Uh, and if you want to check that out, which I highly recommend, get over to rollotomasi.bandcamp.com. Very nice. Um, so uh, keeping in with uh, the new sweet fucking developments and bands, uh, Venom Prison has defined <laughs> death metal for the newer generation, uh, suchly with Erebos. And we're going to listen to a bit of Nemesis, Tom. Stop! 
I was really liking where that like last minute was going. <laughs> I mean, they're just getting better and better with every release. Like we just said with Rolo Tomasi. I mean, we've watched both bands evolve on this show over the years. Um, and this album's currently getting critically acclaimed everywhere. I mean, good. I so like, um, I've always liked them. I don't dislike the newer releases. It, it does feel a little, uh, ah, there's a little more production to it mm-hmm. in a in a realm that's not my cup of tea. That's uh, fair. Like, there's a little less of a bite to it. But uh, I'd also much rather uh, they be getting the attention so I can never fucking hear about Ginger again. Hmm. <laughs> so that, uh, that album, Ginger's album, got more top ten lists than I thought was possible. I'm so fucking tired of them. Just, anyway, who pays these people to run these websites? And I don't put know. these lists Fuck together. You. Fucking. Whatever, I don't <laughs> care. Um, yeah, so get on out there, check it out. It's uh, I like it. I, I like it. I like their uh, their remastered, re like re-release album they put out last year. That was pretty fun. It was called. No, I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> was that a was that the tyrant? Uh, no. <laughs> that a re-release of their first album? I can't mm. remember. It, first album and like first two demos. Okay, something like that. It was good. I mean. I like the little bump in quality. It's not too saran rappy yet. No, no, it, it it's not. It's just kind of uh yeah, I don't know. It's a little it's a little clean for me. That's fair. Um so we had one upstate for this week, but it got archived, <laughs> so in retaliation I brought two back. Um <laughs> Which is which is good because I, I fuck with this label heavy. Yeah, Yo, no. also this fucking band. Uh, yeah. So uh Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, there's only one released right now. All right, Tom, do it. Like really going fucking hard. The way that was hitting was like 
hitting hard like Pantera for me. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah, yeah. Like if, yeah. Look, if you're if you're looking for the band that's carrying on like the fucking the coldest life tradition of being just hard as fucking nails, <laughs> brick by brick is fucking it. Which, by the way, when you not only get Chuck Billy from Testament yeah. to, to guest, which, like, I'm not even a big Testament fan, but that's like, that's just, like, such a cool I, it's, guest appearance. Yeah. It's cool as fuck for this fucking underground fucking yeah. hardcore band. But at, like, the, but at the same time, when you're also covering a song from my favorite Sick of It All album, which is uh, Just Look Around, which, again, thank you, Phil, for turning me onto that album, by the course. way. I believe I believe you were the one who initially recommended that to me like four years ago. More but than it's likely, like, man, yeah. But man, it, it, it's like, dude, like this. This is just like a recipe for a fucking winning hardcore album. I ain't Sam. Have, have have I have you gotten into Brick by Brick yet? No. Um, I feel like I've seen the name around. Them on uh, prob- probably because I follow Upstate Records on Bandcamp. Because I mean, as soon as I heard "fucking smash your enemies," I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna need to fucking follow this fucking label." <laughs> but also, the um, Phil Phil sent me three of their comps last year, and I think I blew my way through all three of them in the span of like four hours. I was yeah. just like, "Yeah, yeah, this is a, this is a good label. I need to pay attention to them." But yeah, no, I think brick by brick is gonna be. Uh, God, even that name is so fucking hard. Dude, mm-hmm. they're they're fucking unbelievable, and they they I mean oh. they've been this good for fucking years. They're yeah, damn brick by brick is fucking awesome. <clears throat> God damn, oh man, yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna ha- well, and again, hey, it's a fucking this is a, this is a fucking Upstate Records release, and these guys are fucking ballers, so I'm gonna have to check <laughs> this out definitely. So this is gonna release in full on the 18th. That's four days from now, or when. I don't know when you're gonna listen to this, so that's not my fucking fault. Um, dude, the, the next dude, like the next two months are just like stacked. Yeah, I mean, I already own this one. On yeah. that upstairs, dude. Dude, I fucking nice, I, nice. I pre-ordered the new Desecracy like as soon as I got the notification. Like five minutes later, it's like pre-ordered. So uh, this next one's fucking cool. I uh, I bless you. Thank you. I've been fucking hyped on these guys since they fucking is, is announced this, their first shit. Is this their first LP? I don't think so. I can't fucking keep track these days. That's, dude. Yeah, I wasn't but, sure if they had done one or if it was still demo status, but um, this is going to be Gloves Off, off of Life and Everything After. And I'm happy to see this, another release from them, whether it's their first or second LP. Um, let's listen to a bit of In Reflection. <laughs> Let's go. 
you take your sense of safety and you throw that in the fucking trash. Jesus. I, 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 I random picked a track right there. Holy shit. Bruh. That was disgusting. Yeah. Bro uh, moment. No, they, they're they fucking great. Uh, they, Ooh, they've been fucking vocal delivery. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, man, it's cool to see them fucking signed and doing shit. Um, these are all fucking guys who have been around the local scene yeah. for fucking years. Uh, I mean, talk about some guys that can just off the top squeeze out some crystallized early 2000s. Like, Ooh. I mean, if that came out in 2004, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, got like heavy oh god got those got, got those nice little there's so much nice, I wanna... little, nice little uh two or three two or three note dissonant lines in the background there <laughs> yeah I've, I've got an eight oh. minute ride home and there's like there's so many things i want to listen to I, I i still can't fucking believe that it took this long for a band to take the name gloves off yeah that's, that's a good that's point. Fair. You 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 would think that that's a name that would have been taken in like the mid eighties. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially with a band like fucking Slapshot out there, like yeah. fucking there. Yeah, ah, but uh, they got it, and they're fucking they're using it proper. It is hard. Yeah, yeah. Word. Uh, you you know what to do. It's an upstate release. Go. Yeah. Give them all your money. Upstaterecords.bandcamp.com. Yo, get on that subscription shit. I fucking, I own both of these albums already. Yeah, it's like five close. bucks a month to do that, so. I gotta- and like, coming, like, I, I know that I've become more of a hardcore guy in the last couple of years, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it again in case anyone doesn't like understand, really. I fucks with this label heavy, and I highly recommend if you can't do the subscription that's fine i understand not everybody can do that sure but man at, at the very least follow upstate records yeah. these guys rule yeah. also they're super nice like oh, yeah. i've i like i posted about those comps i got and they were like uh some of the guys actually responded to like bro we're like we're fucking humbled we're always like we're always glad to see the fucking the fucking death metal dudes getting into the shit we put out and i'm like yeah like you got you, you got one of them Totally, like they're they're super cool guys. They put out a lot of really cool shit. If you like hardcore or crossover to any degree, you're gonna find at least like a dozen releases on this band's roster that you're gonna like. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, fully fully backed. I one like one thousand percent back upstate. Get on over there, and uh, yeah. we got one more. Uh, this is. It's another one. This 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 back end, this heavy hitters. Uh, author and Punisher's release, Crueler is out. I've Fuck, I didn't even know this was happening. I've not begun oh, I wish you got to hear the first track I brought oh. in. Yeah, it was it was hot. I, I've yet to fully digest this album, but it's on my top ten somewhere. Um we're gonna listen to a bit of the track Blacksmith, Tom. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I would need to listen to the whole thing. You do a couple uh, times, man. I, I I've said it before, uh, but this is this is the industrial I was always looking for. Um, this is what I always wanted out of the genre. The first track, "Drone Carrying Dread," is like a seven-something minute track, something like that. On its own, I would elect it for like top five so far. It's that good. The rest of the album, it's funny because like uh, uh, he released a single. It was called like "Mother Star," um, and I first first listened, I was kind of like, eh. tonally, it's a little bit odd. It's becoming one of my favorite tracks next to Drone Cat. It's it's such a good album. There's it's so rich and so different from what he's done before, but still him. Mm-hmm. You can still hear the instruments and stuff that he uses and that he built. But he's really pushed out into the greater industrial sound. And I think given us potentially the best album we've heard in that genre for a decade. I'd go farther than that. I I I don't you know. I I went from fucking uh, digging into fucking skinny puppy and shit, and then the next thing I know, people are like, "Oh, have you listened to Velvet Ass of Christ?" And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> um, so Look, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. The only two like industrial, like especially like industrial rock or metal albums that I think I've ever liked were like Point Blank by Nail Bomb and Street Cleaner by Godflesh. I think that's still pretty much it to this day. Well, if you were to, even if you were to just say Godflesh and Nine Inch Nails were the cap, this has been the most compelling thing I've heard since then. I'll take this over fucking anything Trent Reznor's ever touched. Yeah, I, <laughs> by, by the way, I'm I'm just gonna come out and say it. I would put Street Cleaner miles above anything I've ever heard from Nine Inch Nails. My <laughs> boy was always just Nails. fucking wax what? skinny puppy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm not. I, I well, well I tried I tried getting into Nine Inch Nails like when I was in high school. I just oh I couldn't God, do just it. Listen to fucking Skinny know. Puppy and don't don't be that person. Um, but no, this is fucking. <laughs> well, the chance of me becoming that person are like slim to zero, <laughs> closer to zero. It, it's really it's really good. Uh, give it give it a listen. Um, I don't expect anybody to fully appreciate it on the first run through because it's there's a yeah. lot, but um. Yeah, author and punisher dot com. I yeah, he's had my attention from the first fucking time I heard him. Um, I I can't believe I had no idea this was coming out. But the, uh, yeah, fuck. All right. Uh, try to fall Bullshit. asleep to this one night. See what kind of weird fucking dreams I have. <laughs> oh god, I'm so fucking tired right now, man. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I get that feeling. Uh, I think that'll do it us here at from the pit we mm-hmm. remind everyone you can get over to fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs links to all the episodes all the social media and discord uh hang out i might fucking drunkenly stumble in one night and say <laughs> some dumb shit um it, you know you should you should if you should join the discord if for no other reason than to like just be there for when Phil gets fucked up. Literally, it's, if if I'm in the Discord, <laughs> I probably started drinking, and by the end of it, I will probably be pretty dumb. Um, so yeah, fucking yeah. come hang or, out with or, me while I drink a bottle of mezcal on a fucking yeah, Wednesday. It, it, um, <laughs> it's it's either that or it's Kevin and I making fun of like shitty death metal. Yeah, it's a fun time. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/from the pit. Uh, I mean, go and uh, 
go and give us money and uh god damn it we really need to record bonus episodes <laughs> mm-hmm. we're shit bags and i have yeah. so much i want to talk like i want to do yeah. these fucking bonus episodes uh i have a fuck ton like i could fucking mm-hmm. i could do 12 uh in a fucking day right now um <laughs> So we need to get on that soon. Um, we will start. It's funny because I've actually been meaning to do a Godflesh and Nail Bomb Crypt episode. I need to record that. Yo, that's, that'd be fucking yeah. cool. Do it. Um, yeah. That'd be fucking cool. Um, yeah. So we will. I, I know I keep saying it, but we will do those. Uh, we will. We will. Unlike other things I've promised, we will actually make that happen. Um, <laughs> 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 on that note, good night, ladies. <laughs>